Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 162. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Zanetsky. Hello. Hey, that's me. Hi. And I assume Jana's still here in the Discord with us. Yeah, well. Excellent. Hi, Jana. So, uh, I want to start off this episode like I do on every other episode. Patreon. Shameless plug. Yes. (laughs) Patreon is a platform for content consumers like you to support content producers like us. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage and check out our two levels of open-ended support. The basic one gets you eternal love and undying prosper from our hearts as well as a can koozie. Level two, uh, I believe it's $5 a month or more, gets you a shirt and a koozie as well. So That's true. It does. <laughs> In addition to uh, being added to our, sorry, I should mention this, you're added to our uh, Patreon Discord automatically if you are signed in and linked to your uh, Which Discord. Which is account. quite the good time. There's it's getting very not, active these days, so that's it. Not quite oh, nightly, sure. but oh my god, my chair completely broke. <laughs> 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 that terror in your voice was so genuine. Go <laughs> that, That's completely broken. So anyway, well, while Ryan picks himself up <laughs> off the floor, I'm going to do the beer segment, or at least start it off, because we haven't done it for a while. Um, I am drinking a Monk's, <laughs> a monk's Wit Ale. Uh, I actually got this from my local brewery down the street, and I don't even know the story on how they get it, but it's brewed in a monastery in the south of the U.S., Great. and I'm it's a blood really blister. good. So it's a wheat beer. It's uh, unfiltered, very tasty, and it's ice cold, which is excellent. It was not. I was really hoping this would happen after COVID. <clears throat> all the office maxes are closed now. And <laughs> I fucking live in this thing. I've now used all of our F-bombs. I actually had to... You stole mine. I, I, I had to mute myself because I kept swearing because I pinched my finger. And it, like, I'm totally a blood blister because of this. But I had like eight consecutive F-bombs in a, in a row. So well, welcome again to Carbitrush. <laughs> this, is, this is just how we do it. So anyway, I've got the first topic. I'm going to keep pushing through as Ryan tries yeah, to please, digest please exactly through, so. what he's doing. Uh, Leaning, leaning to my left now because I can't lean to my right where I naturally lean. That's what she said. Uh, uh, this is totally anyway. Unusable. So, the car condo complex where I have two units down in Chanhas, and I'm sure you guys have heard. That's where we do the recording. Typically, it's where I got most of my cars. We do a pretty big charity car show there from April to October every year. Uh, unfortunately, even though the weather is cooperating really well these days, um, the global pandemic is not. So we actually decided as a community to invite uh, a YouTube channel called Two Guys in a Ride that are local. They do reasonably okay car reviews uh, down to our complex, and we got nine owners to open up their garages for interviews. So That's these awesome. guys, I, I'm not exactly sure why they dropped them all on the same day, Seems a little strange, but um, they dropped all the episodes today. So Wait, I am number what? three. They dropped nine episodes all at once. That's Why would they do that? Uh, they're boomers. I don't know. But oh, Okay, that makes sense. I, it's your first time using YouTube. Then. I am episode three. So if you guys want to go see. I will actually watch it. I'm going to queue that up right now. Uh, the, uh, I'm not going to watch it right now, but I'll click you it up. Yeah, so that's their main channel wow, in the, in the notes there. Like they are. And one of them is very Randy-esque, but has less halitosis. I see him. Yep. <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> it's, it's a, what's that? Is it the bald guy? Yes, it is. Yeah, Super nice guys, though. <laughs> I, I enjoyed going through with uh, um, the garage. They're actually worth watching because you get to see a pretty huge variety of the garages down there, including a couple that I have not even seen in person before. So I'm impressed that they were able to get through to these people. But um, anyway, I, I was kind of going to use that to talk about, have you guys seen much of this sort of thing? Because I, I haven't. Like, outside of this virtual car show thing that the Chanhassen Autoplex decided to do. I really haven't seen a virtual car show being advertised no, anywhere. Haven't. I've seen a bunch of really poorly executed birthday drive-by cruises and oh God, just yeah. things like that, but they're that's just an excuse for people to really not social distance. So I'm curious. Have you seen yeah, anything that, else that's virtual? A, that's about it. I mean, uh, that I, or I just like... I was surprised that 
Bauhaus didn't do something for Oktoberfest. You mean Auto Beer Fest? Yeah. Where they that just got I, canceled. Yeah. I, I honestly think that they forgot that they forgot to cancel it. <laughs> I think so too because that yeah, just happened today. <laughs> I got the notification. Well, actually, I put it in, di- in Discord where I said. I got the notification that said that the event was in an hour, and then <laughs> one minute later, I got another notification saying it's canceled. <laughs> so it says, one minute, event, Auto Beer Fest, Euro-only mm-hmm. car and motor fi- motorcycle show, uh, begins at 1300 uh, Saturday, April 25th, 2020 at Bauhaus Brew Labs. Which is weird, later. because they sent out an email to everyone that had enrolled or subscribed or whatever, you know, entered in this a long time ago saying that they were canceling it and they were so giving they totally you options yeah that. they just did not they follow totally through forgot. on their youtube one or their facebook yeah so well i mean it's it's also bauhaus so bauhaus is kind of really the greatest with uh doing their promotions and stuff for car shows and everything do, 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 do. i'm just i'm a little salty with their communication i can uh, tell that but that's that's fine my my, my previous <laughs> My, my previous experiences with trying to work with them during for car shows and stuff are just one hand does not talk to the other hand at all. Hmm. So I'm not too surprised by that. Fair enough. Hey, look at that. Episode number three uh, of Two Guys in a Ride has Jen Jameson's Merchilago and it does. They, uh, they had to like really rush the second half of the episode. You can tell that the editing gets really hasty because apparently the guy interviewing me spent way too much time like in asking me questions that I was answering. <laughs> so they had to cut a bunch of stuff out that I thought maybe they shouldn't have necessarily cut all of the... Oh, well, but... it's YouTube. Why are they doing it 15 minutes long? I don't know. Like, this is... I'm just really confused by that and the fact that they did all of them well exactly the same time. It just seems really odd. Oh, I should but, pull okay. it up on, on mute here so you guys can have it running for the for the stream. I do really like longer hey, YouTube videos, especially when it's something droning, like interviewing someone. I don't mind them. Um, I was a little bit... A lot of times when I sit down, I really I want something that's like 7 to 13 minutes. So if it's 24, yeah, exactly. I don't really want it. And these are 15, so they're really in that wheelhouse. But uh, at the same time, these, I think, could have been a little bit longer because you are you have a captive audience, essentially, yeah. that's looking for a car show. And it's for, I mean, they have the charities listed and things like that still. So I I think it would have been worth well, the, altering the first two format. Minute, the, the first two minutes of this 15-minute show is advertisements and stuff. Correct, like. it is. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah, well, I haven't seen any car shows doing it, but the Minneapolis Institute of Art this weekend every year has an uh, in, in, uh, installation called Art and Bloom, where florists from across Minnesota, maybe even the states, I'm not quite sure where the, all the florists come from, but they do um, flower arrangements, uh, versions of works of art that are throughout the museum so they have like a list of different paintings and sculptures and stuff Mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning of the year and then the florists choose which works of art they're going to work on and then they'll do a flower arrangement and it's just like a super immersive experience in a really fun way to see art in like a different form and I was so excited for it this year because last year I spent my entire weekend at the museum by myself. Oof. Kind of lonely, but you know. It, <laughs> yeah, it but is what a way to experience sometimes. a museum, though. Yeah. yeah or, they, to be fair, I like had, going to the museum on my own. Yeah, because like, they also had an, uh, the Sunken Cities exhibit last year, the same weekend, which was um, an exploration of marine archaeology in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And then. They also had a lecture, another archaeology lecture, the same weekend. So, like, I just spent my entire weekend. And I was like, you know what? That was really fun break of the semester to just go there. And, like, I, I would go on the tours, but I'd also, like, between the tours, I would study. And I was like, I want to bring my students to this. And I decided that in January that we were going to go. Mm-hmm. And then this came around, you know, the coronavirus oh, sure. happened. Good timing. Yeah, so it got canceled, obviously, and then they originally said that they were going to do it digitally, but when I checked up on it again at the beginning of April, 
they said that it was just flat out canceled and i was really upset until i saw their facebook today and they've posted a bunch of submissions people have done from home that's awesome a lot of artworks and some of them aren't necessarily floral arrangements some of them are people just recreating the art so like if you're looking at something to do idly you know or if you're bored and can't wait until may 4th i can become vincent van gogh by the time quarantine's over pretty sure exactly so you mean you know, cut your ear and your yes your, your exactly Sir. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. recommend it, but I mean, I guess you could. Exactly. See, so. that, that's all about the I can part. Yeah, it's I can, not the I should I'm or I will. I'm empowered, Empowered. Yeah. So, MIA has it on their Facebook page, and it's super cool, because they're also posting post-works of arts from past Art and Bloom installations. They have my favorite, um, they, somebody interpreted a paint, really dark painting of a tornado and the flower arrangement they did for that was really cool. Oh yeah, the the St. Paul tornado painting that they have in there. Yeah. I know, um, yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> so the third floor? No, second floor. Yeah. And maybe somebody will have a floral arrangement of the modern art section with the the, uh, the, the are you say it? I don't remember how to pronounce it. The Tatra? The Tatra. Thing. I was going to call it the torpedo. I just want a bouquet of Frida Kahlo flowers, if you know what I mean. I yes. want a bouquet <laughs> of Tatra flowers. Oh, no, you're talking <laughs> about... You're talking George about O'Keefe, Rebecca. I'm sorry, yeah. The George O'Keefe? Oh, yes. I'm I don't sure. know why I autismed that one, but yeah. I, did I mean, Frida Kahlo did have some seductive self-portraits, oh, but did, yes. uh, that was mostly titties. Yes, they're both, this... both good. I like them. <laughs> There's this uh, TV show that's called What We Do in the Dark, and Oof. it's about these vampires. No, what we live... do in the shadows. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, I was going to say, what we do in the dark, shit. I think, is a little bit different. <laughs> I can't remember that. It's, it's, a really wor- it's a very worried name. But anyway, what we do in the shadows, and it's about vampires. And it, it's like it's kind of like uh, The Office, like Parks and Rec, but it's with vampires. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys, he's um, he's really into botany and shaping hedge, and doing like hedge sculptures. Okay. And his favorite thing is he does hedge sculptures of all the important people in his life's genitalia. <laughs> oh, I see. Hmm. Oh, so, okay. He's got some very uh, Georgia O'Keeffe looking uh, hedges in front of his house. Ah, that excellent. His get to look at. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and it, because of sexy the flowers. show, they do not censor any of it. Nice. No, they're very funny. And they were actually cut. Like They, they actually cut the hedges to look like these genitalia. It's wonderful. Hopefully yeah, they'll watch them that shows. way. Oh, I really hope I they hope did. So. It's really funny. <laughs> it's like oh one of the best FX shows. Um, yeah, it was really, really, really good. Um, I haven't seen any car shows that have really done anything meaningful as far as online stuff. I've seen like attempts, but none of them have really gone off that well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think really what Jam's talking about with the museum, that would be the best way to do it, is, like, do a car show where people submit their own personal, you know, cars and everything and and do that. So, Jan, you should actually um, talk to me about that, and maybe I can do something for JNC or something. Yeah, like, there would be... And it would be cool, too, to maybe somehow, instead of it just being pictures of your cars, because, you know, we can see that. We can just all post on Facebook, you know, but do something, like in art like try to recreate a piece of art with your car or something like oh something yeah it'd be really cool more uh interactive like you know um yeah do a burnout cool, in the right? shape of a genitalia yeah, yeah or like you know just uh, try to recreate like a famous picture of your car like but with yeah. your car and you yeah well, that'd be really be cool. cool just like there's I, i'll think of something i promise you carbitrage viewers i will think of a unique car show that we can ex- do through the internet. Ex- do. <laughs> yeah, I, so, ex- I was going to say experience and then. Ex do. I like ex do. Ex do is fine. I like ex do. It sounds more Latin. So. too brute. What I want to talk about, I guess as far as art goes, is the art that was on the side of old SUVs. 
in the 1980s. Oh, God. Those were the best parts of those trucks. You, you know what I'm talking about. The Toyota Gradient I and stuff. I am well aware, yes. <clears throat> so, Toyota UAE, uh, now, this, these both were, uh, came out in the same week. Uh, that U, Toyota UAE was doing a Heritage Edition Land Cruiser, and Suzuki was doing a retro graphics package for the Jimny, for the brand new one. Nice. That you can get <clears throat> factory. Both these you can get from the factory. You can bring up the photos of them. The Toyota UAE one. Well, I have the Land Cruiser up, that, but... Yeah. Oh, so they have the V6 and the V8 one. The mm. V6 comes with the orange, the yellow, orange, red, and brown, or red and maroon uh, gradient. And then the V8 comes with black, gray, silver, and light silver on white. The V6 one is much better. Yeah, way cooler. But, I mean, they're both great. I'm not sure if they're... Um, unique to those ones but that's just the way they're listed on there but yeah really cool janik you see those um oh, gradient packages you would love them oh yes i do like those now look at the suzuki jimny ones because the jimny ones suzuki i think one oh, god you keep adding links <clears throat> i didn't add links this was there before uh, it just showed up for me oh the lankers run was there oh yes Oh, this Suzuki one is I can't way tell if it's a solo cup or a Sea-Doo, but I like it. Oh my god, yeah, and they like totally, you can see uh, Ben added some of the original uh, Jimny's as well. Oh, so you yes. Can see, like, how they look. Oh, it's so cool. We need more <laughs> giant turbo decals on stuff. Yeah! Well, Suzuki's here to do that, because they now have a giant turbo decal on the Jimny. Excellent. <laughs> oh, That's great. It's yes. like bigger than the door handle. It's just yeah. massive. This is great. So, oh, look at they're so cute. Merci, Jimny. What a great yeah, vehicle. Um, yeah, so you can get that. I really like the blue one with the black, purple, and white gradient, and it also matches on the spare tire cover as well. So I like how they all have the same unused surfboard on the roof. Mm-hmm. The exact same surfboard. Yeah, they, it's the one they have in stock. They've probably had that since the eighties. <laughs> probably true. <laughs> That's great. I'm sure it's a very um, high-end surfboard. It's probably worth a lot of money now that it's not ever been used. Yeah, it's just, like, ancient. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I thought you guys would totally appreciate seeing that. I'm sorry, every time I, I always move, my chair falls Jimmy's. apart a little bit more. We, I'm really bummed. This chair, this chair is so old. I've had it forever. We, 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 of course, always appreciate the Jimny. I mean, when we're in the studio, there is a Jimny and a Honda City EV that never leaves the screen. So yeah, we, that's how we feel. Our favorite vehicles. That's how we actually them. feel about them. So anyway. Yeah, it, it's the greatest vehicle. <laughs> I'm very happy for them. And I like that Toyota UAE is like leading the, the Toyota rad movement. Right? Like, not Toyota of Japan. Or it's like Toyota UAE. Even like South Africa or something. I could see somebody doing something like this there. But mm-hmm. well, yeah, well, South Africa, they still have like the like early like the 1980s land cruiser in production yeah i was gonna say they still make the original one so they can still just buy the decal packs (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway i want to move over to actually electric stuff which has been oddly a little slow in the news in the last couple of weeks but um you guys are all of course familiar with the model 3 it's the best selling ev right now by a not small margin we kind of like it because it's a sedan and it drives pretty well. Um, Model Y is now actually doing deliveries. I'm not going to talk about it because it's a stupid crossover. Um, But I do want to talk about something that's actually tangible and coming to the United States later this summer because there's a lot of stuff out there like the EQC that's more or less vaporware for the United States, and I don't really like talking about it just because we really can't get it. But one of the coolest ones that we've actually talked about in this last year is the Volvo Polestar 2. And it's actually coming here this summer, and it's actually going to start at $60,000 before the credit. That's actually not bad. Affordable. And it looks great. It looks really good. You know it's going to have the world's most comfortable seats in it. It's Mm -hmm. a little bit lighter than a Model S, and it still has 408 horsepower. Uh, It's got Olin's suspension in it. You know know what? What? That looks more like a Saab than it does a Volvo, and I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah, it definitely has the... Yeah, I mean, it looks muscular and poised and kind of has... Yeah, I agree. It's a great car. That looks amazing. 
I love that. Yeah, I, I'm, I've been a fan of the design on the Polestar 2. I, I mean, it looks a little bit like a smushed uh, crossover, but it, the, the real reason that all of them kind of look the same and have similar specifications is because they have to have that stack of cells below the the, yeah. the inner inner floor essentially so everything's going to be like four inches higher than you're used to but i think considering the constraints this thing looks awesome it's still a four-door it's a hatch which is great all the power That's to really volvo cool. this is great i hope to see a lot of these yeah they did a really good job on this i i don't give new cars credit um ever because i'm always very afraid that it's not gonna go very well mm -hmm. but um this one i will give full credit to because i've got faith in volvo making a good you know ev yeah it's, it's really solid what cities in the background this main photo <laughs> it looks like hong kong i think that's hong kong it could be i don't know because i see a lot these, of like, really nice these... and a lot of really shit buildings <laughs> yeah uh, these really shit buildings these look very like 1970s chinese i honestly would rather live in one of those than one of the fancy buildings to be honest so. i'll live in the fancy building then you can share my wife no, like i'm sure that i'm sure at the penthouse like, it'd be really rad to have that like that garbage looking building and have the <laughs> penthouse suite and it looks awesome inside the penthouse sure suite. i could see that yeah like i would like that like if somebody actually <laughs> not garbage is the real estate po uh, podcast i was gonna say this is such a digression it's just weird <laughs> i'm not even mad it's but i mean like weird i think this i think that this would be a really cool like restoration project for like a lot of real estate developers get one of these like iconic what? hong kong like skyscrapers and actually make it super nice but you still have the aesthetic of like yeah look at hong kong it, but like it's actually really cool it's it's like a rest modded like derelict build yeah, as long anyway. as you're able to find a bunch of people that are well-funded and willing to, you know, also be on the same page, essentially. <laughs> I think that's that a big ask, I'm but sure, maybe. I'm sure you could you could make that sale. And it's, it's just like restoring a Victorian mansion, except from like Chinese 1960s communist standards. Wow. Anyway, so it's, um, it's not though, because you <laughs> wouldn't want the original stuff. You would want to update it, which is not restoring. It's flipping anyway like, so yeah, anyway yeah I, I would elaborate but there's no reason to do so it's really not relevant yeah, there's <laughs> absolutely no way to <laughs> sorry do so. ryan just said <laughs> something entirely wrong i, and I, I know like it, it it really hurts to not respond i think that to would it. be a cool building to make cool on the inside and still leave the outside looking anyway like 78 kilowatt hours all the garbage looks good all wheel drive whatever 400 horsepower 60 grand coming there you go okay yeah, i think i think edward cullen it's time to update to this. Are they going to do a fourth Twilight movie? Twilight <laughs> They've already done all class the reunions. I know, they could do another one. It's like a 10th year class reunion. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I don't think bald. the world needs it. <laughs> he still looks just as young because he's a vampire, but he's bald. Um, anyway. What? How, how did a oh, vampire... Oh, my God. So, anyway, Ryan, tell me about yeah. Pebble Beach. Uh, so, um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, last week, Car Week was cancelled for 2020 by last week i mean this week in real life but since this is dropping ah, next week i see you're on the I'm, ball i am on the ball because this whole story that i have here i'm gonna go out on a whim and say sometime within the next five days between recording this and when this drops the rest of car week will get canceled because oh, sure. right now yeah. it's just concours and legends of the autobahn but once you get concours and legends of the autobahn that's all the pre-war cars and all the German cars Ding. are gone. So it's just going to be a bunch of Japanese cars and Italian cars. Which, I mean, is but, great, but not, yeah, it's great not the event it should be. So. Just, just cancel I'm it. I'm totally Give fine with this because, yeah, I wouldn't have even had enough PTO to do it this year. So this is going to set me up better for 2021 anyway. Yeah, yeah I'm really excited. I, I will be going to 2021. Like, want to go to that real bad. Yeah, that would um, be, that'd be very excellent. So I think, I'm just trying to think of any other other than um actually going to concourse itself and going to goodwood there are no other dream car shows i can think of off the top of my head that i've not gone to ever so wow look at start that photo wow it's just wow. Cool ends as far as the eye can see oh yeah it was from last year oh, last year those, was a featured mark those exhausts are just silly Wonderful. gorgeous Oh, I want a Deus convertible now. Damn it! You imagine how many days it takes to put the top down on that car. Probably so none. 
because it's probably hydraulic and it's probably uh-huh. very quick and it'll probably cut your fingers off. <laughs> okay, fine, fair. <laughs> it's probably terrifying to take the top down on that car. Um, Stalls the engine. So bad. Yeah, like it's, it's got to be just like the worst. Eric, why don't you buy a DS? Uh, I don't actually really want one, but I don't. I would rather make a Fiat 500e Jolly, honestly. I know that's in no way related to French cars, but like if no, I, I if don't... I were to buy a French car, it would be a De Chevaux. Okay. I, a Deus, I like, but they're You can they're, get a Dochevo, I'll get a Deus, we'll be covered. Okay, fine. But I mean, like, realistically, like, this is a really good time to buy cars, like we were talking about last episode. I know, or, but I've already bought before. cars, and, like, Corey's bought a car, too, so, like, we're... No, we, we have... Listen, I'm, no. I'm, I'm watching this this video of these old boomers walk around your garage, and I'm seeing all this space between <laughs> your dryer and your E30 They put a Dochevo in. And it's not being filled up with the dish of O. So, I mean, you know, what the heck? <laughs> if I found a running, driving, not completely rusted to pieces dish of O for like five grand, I might consider it. But that, that just isn't possible. I just, I don't think that's going to happen. It would be so much fun to have a dish of O, though. I'm looking them up right now. <laughs> Oh Adrian, God! I am so sorry, I mean, podcast you should, listeners. You should, you should bring up your, your <laughs> next topic. Okay. Um, so remember, in 2015, I think it was 15 plus minus one. Audi decided to axe all manual transmissions for the United States. Yeah, and and just give people their god awful trash pile zero nine G. Yeah. Sure so with the worst engines ever, they are now giving people only trash pile automatics and DSGs, which are also garbage. I was looking for stories, admittedly today, and I found one that was not at all from this week, but pretty recent, and that was worth me talking about Audi on because they are facelifting the A three. And every single variant of it is going to be offered with a six-speed auto or a six-speed manual now, which is wow. So Audi is officially done with their abstinence on manuals for the United States for now, at least. So, that's good. Well, that's I pretty, mean, I mean, the A3 is a just, terrible vehicle, know. but it's, at least you can get. You're not gonna want it. No, like, but cool. people might buy it. I don't know. Instead of having forty-five thousand dollars of problems, you're now gonna have. $40,000 worth of problems. Yeah, but it'll be much more paper enjoyable paper. in the meantime before it breaks. I mean, I guess. I don't know what this is. Sorry, much be. less unenjoyable. Yeah, I mean, okay. It's still just small like crayons. So I don't even mind the crayon. My mother apparently has been complaining to my dad about the S55 AMG's interior odor. I'm like, oh yeah, that's just German leather crayons. <laughs> German yeah, leather pants. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so anyway, all the press photos in this story are DSG. What the hell? <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this is a shit story. The drive. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, nevertheless, it's worth bringing up because manuals are the best transmission, and automatics are terrible all the time. So, that's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. By the way, I found a uh, eighty-one. Uh, Citroen De Chevo Six uh, Special, that was ten grand on Bring a Trailer. That is double what I'd be yeah. willing to pay for a DS. But that is not highly that's... debatable. The automatic no, transmission thing. How, however, um, that is really close because normally those go for like twenty grand in that. Case, I know, and they're unattainable for me realistically, and I understand that. Well, but... that's that's a super clean one though. But I mean, like finding an okay one for five grand <clears> is <throat> gonna be possible at some point after COVID. Um, that would so be actually super cool. That, I should talk to Michael. Yeah, well, you should. Oh, um, yeah, Michael. <laughs> I hope he's you. okay. What do I, think about I that? do, too. He's probably fine. Cause... Do you know who else I hope is okay? Hmm. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anything about him. I like oh that Betty God. White's press, uh, or her like, agent, actually came out and reassured everybody that Betty White is currently okay. That's good. Like, that's my favorite part. Yeah, Betty White is okay. Of course she is. Uh, she can so last time COVID, itself. Um, bring a trailer has always been a wonderful place to buy great cars for amazing prices, right? Well, well fair well, prices. 
fair prices, but you can occasionally get the deal. You can. Like, if you, yeah, you, there's some really good deals. BAT is notoriously the place to buy the best car for $1,000 more than you wanted to spend. Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. it it's $1,000 more than you wanted to spend, but the thing is, is you're getting... Yeah, you benefit massively from spending you're, that extra $1,000. You're spending more than... It's like going to a dealership. Except you don't have a car salesman, you're the car salesman to yourself. That's what it is. Um, <clears throat> so, with COVID, BAT prices have been, like, really low. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, God, yeah, they have been. Their close rate has been, like, apocalyptic, because there's a lot of cars <laughs> that haven't been hitting reserves. I love that adjective. <laughs> <laughs> apocalyptic. But, um, so, there's some really good deals to be had if you have some money and you're buying a trailer right now. So what I decided we should do is what I decided we should do the COVID-19 bring a trailer challenge where you have a $40,000 price limit. Okay. And you have to pick cars that you would actually purchase within that price limit. Okay. Um, it doesn't have, it, it, you don't have to, of course, buy all of them all at once, but there's three cars, <laughs> one that's closer to that 40 K mark, one that's, Prob it's like in the middle and one that's just like really cheap but you want it anyway um so what i started with uh for my low end if you want to bring that up yep. on the stream eric uh it is a a wonderful purchase it's very me it is a mitsubishi in fact um, oh my god yes oh, it is a mitsubishi tm 15 fl three-wheel pickup <laughs> <laughs> I am so... Ryan, why? <laughs> Look at it! Why would I not want that, honey? We could take it to back to the 50s. I could haul things in it. Tires would only cost 75% of the equivalent <laughs> other Mitsubishi model. But like, I'm a big fan of this. This is great. Uh, I would totally buy this. And this sold... For $2,200. Ryan, your like, yard is going to look so terrible. It's full of all this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, these are actually pretty easy to restore because there's not really anything to them. Um, and there were a ton of these sold in Japan. So you can actually still get parts for them. Uh, they're very, very common all over Southeast Asia. Um, and they actually would continue... Uh, selling various versions of this for time. So you can actually get parts for them still, uh, which I think is really cool. Uh, so yeah, this would actually be a really good project for 2200 bucks. That's uh, a screaming deal. I would expect to pay, honestly, probably closer to nine in one, assuming that this one's got a good chassis on it. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> that would be much closer to what this would be worth, is nine or $10,000. Otherwise, it's just this guy got hosed by COVID uh, big time on this one. Um, my number two choice, actually, I have mine mixed up here. Um, so would you bring up my quote unquote top end choice, Eric? Because mm -hmm. uh, this one is the deal of a lifetime as well. Um, this would be a 1985 Mercedes 500 SEC nice. that I found for twenty thousand dollars. Is it a manual? It was seventy thousand miles. No, it's a it's automatic. It's a five. It's a 500 mm -hmm. SEC, but it's a 500 SEC, um, and it's AMG. At least the body kit. Yeah, but AMG um, made a bell housing for this. That's true. They're super rare though. It's a. This is also a single cam, so it makes it you know twenty grand. <laughs> But uh, that's a really screaming deal for this car. You can have a whole lot. I mean, it's a beautiful car. You know, just that that's like the most me car you could possibly make. Yeah, I could picture you driving an SEC for sure. Oh, yeah. I want an SEC real hard in the pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> well it's done. got 70,000 70, yeah, miles a, on it's it. It's a nice looking uh, car. And it's so it's 80s. A, God, that is Radwood right there. Yeah, this is totally me. It's black. This car looks the best in black. I'm, I like white, but uh, black fits this car perfectly. Um, for my top end, this car has not sold yet, uh, but this is definitely the coolest flathead I've ever seen. I had never seen one of these ever until this one came up for sale, and I had to look. Oh, it up. yeah. 
Yeah, dude, the thing was awesome. Uh, I honestly thought I thought it was a Hudson Hornet at first, but it's not. I don't like uh, that. You don't like that? No. Mm -mm. Dude, it's a three on the tree manual Ford Flathead <clears throat> Lincoln 9EL convert. I do no like idea what the 9EL is. recessed headlights. It's like super modern, but yeah, I, and the interior I, looks great. I haven't gotten to the interior yet. Oh, those taillights are terrible. Oh, the side profile. Ugh, I hate this. <laughs> I, I like really that. hate What's... this. Oh, I don't okay. I found a part that's okay. The interior with the three pedals and the flathead. The flathead engine is beautiful. All right. All right. This is fine now. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this. Uh, I have no idea how much this is going to sell for. I'm really hoping I'll start under 30, but this could be my top end one because I would totally get this for back to the 50s. It's also got an electric overdrive. I have no idea how that works with manual transmission. It, uh, it's a box of six on the back, and it's a two-speed planetary, and it just uses a magnetic clutch. It's They're super reliable and not complicated. They're super cool. That's cool. an aftermarket piece. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would uh, totally drive this. Uh, but yeah, 152 horsepower. I have a flathead. That's from the factory. Pretty good for 1949. I gotta say, it's a 336 cubic inch. So yeah, the, the Lincoln ones truck engine. were the same size as the truck engines. Yep. Okay, yeah. So it was the truck engine. All right, Jana, what were your what was your base your cheap choice? Um, I didn't really. I just picked three. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just load your first one then. Yeah. yeah. Her first one is a car. <laughs> We've been looking for forever. That would be your uh, fintail. Yep. Yep. It doesn't have a red interior, but it's pretty stinking cute. And it's not quite. It's a little too old for Back to the Fifties. So too I'd new. like. Yeah. Too new. Yeah, it'd be for Back to Sixty Four, but. Oh, so it's like older one with a red interior but this is a good start well you can always you know the beautiful thing with the 200s is they're not super collectible so I, I don't think anybody would lose sleep if you were to take the beige interior and make it red yeah but like it'd feel dirty to me that's fair that's really fair I get that Um, like if it comes down to it and I find like uh, 64 or older um, black fintail without a red interior and it's like the deal of a lifetime then I would well, but I'd have to make sure that the seats wouldn't like weren't in nice condition if I was to remake them red oh okay Whereas yeah these, these seats are, are perfect, like in yeah. perfect condition yeah I think also this car um, given the condition that it's in uh, you know this will probably sell for under 30 um, yeah. just because it's a fintail but I mean like, this is definitely the best fintail that's been on Bring a Trailer ever. yeah and that's why uh, I wanted to wow I think uh, a cop that, just lost a street cop. race out there <laughs> <laughs> he's such a loser he turned his lights on yeah wow oh another one. Oh, that must oh, be the guy he lost, lost to I don't know anyway uh, but uh, yeah this would be a really good car honey um, yeah it's it's really pretty definitely the best example I've seen on Bring a trailer in a while. This is the Bakelite dashboard. I'm yeah, I kind of. I'm a big fan of that dashboard, huh? I know you are. I love the Bakelite. It smells like formaldehyde. Oh, yeah. God. Dude, talk about weird German interior odor. Yeah, no, you're not <laughs> wrong either with the odor parallel, but. I think the ba I'd rather have the Bakelite than the wood. It's just, it's more cool. I low key love the wood. <laughs> That's fair. I, I, I like yeah. the Bakelite. Right, so either way, one of us is going to be like happy. It too. Yeah, I've got Bakelite in my car, so. Nice. Yeah, one of us will be happy. Oh, like, this isn't regardless. the one. This is the wrong one. Oh, uh, Gianna. <laughs> I can quickly send the right one. Yeah, could you send the right one, please? That's what I was asking if you had put them in. Um, um, well, I'm sorry. I lost it because I. Wow, another loser cop driving by. <laughs> Waiting for them to not make noise. Did you send? Did you send it yet? I'm, I'm putting it in Discord. Okay. Well, while you're putting it into Discord, let's talk about your third choice. Yeah, let's talk about, about my Land third Cruiser. choice, which is the Land Cruiser. This wasn't quite the one, but it's it'll do. Uh, there, I saw a few different 
Land Cruisers and FJs that I liked. And this one actually closed out for $14,000, which is a screaming deal on FJ62. Yeah. The 88s were not as desirable, though, because they were auto-only, even though they were Mm -hmm. fuel-injected. 87 was the last year of the stick, but you got a carb with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean mm-hmm. this one would be the fuel injection. It's Well, it's in Quebec, too, so that's going to be harder to deal with. Not terrible. No, that's not a terrible choice. And uh, I was just trying to find it real quick because uh, Jan and, and so, oh, that's Yeah. But, uh, um. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't no, understand. Okay. I thought I was only picking one. Don't worry. No, it's no. got a navigation system, guys. Oh god! Really? I <laughs> yeah. Totally wrong. One. Doubled in. Yeah, you picked a different one because I think I wanted an FJ, not a Land Cruiser. But that's fine. Uh, there's just a lot of Toyotas to choose from. Oh god! Was it it's got one a three F in line six. Man, those things are slow. Well, yeah, but they're reliable. Very reliable. Right, but like that's why he's not it. Uh, well, that, that's what I was wondering. That's why I asked him one that sold or one that was still up. It was one that's still up. Um, oh, that's okay. all that I. It was just looking at the auctions. Okay, was yeah, it the auctions. the silver one? Um, I'll let you guys sort that out on your own. I guess I will start with my low end. Yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah. And we'll, we'll get Jana's last two. Once I sent the. Uh, just put them in the notes, Jana. That's fine. Okay. You put them in the notes, boys. <clears throat> So, this has not yet closed, and I don't... It definitely will not cross 40, because it's a Roadster, not a coupe. But, a 2002 M Roadster, which is one of two years where you could get the proper engine in these things. And also, it's in a color. Almost all of these things that close on the low end of price are sold in silver, white, black. Just boring. Those aren't colors. This is finished in Laguna Seca Blue, which is a terrible color for this particular chassis. But the fact that it is a color is very good. So I don't really know what this is going to sell for. I'm not mad about that color. It's it's fine. It's just not good on this chassis. This should be a Storrel Blue or a Mola Red. I kind of like it in that. It's it's like a hot boy color. Oh yeah, it looks great on my E46, but it's just weird on the E36. It's just it's no, it's I'm... like a retro dated color on this chassis. It's just really strange. It's like I painting an E36 M3 Laguna Seca blue. It's just not smart. Um, oh, I mean, E36 M3 is. I mean, I could get that, but this car I really like in, in this color because you know it is as odd as it is. Yeah, I'm sure it's a very rare combination, but yeah, if this thing closes for even like less than thirty, that's pretty solid. Um, but really, I mean, this particular example, I, I don't really care. Um, you can pick up one of these in silver for like 13 or 14 grand right now. One of the good ones, the 01 or the 02. So I would highly recommend just doing that instead. I mean, having a color is nice, but really getting the drivetrain in the E36-7 Z3 Roadster is kind of where it's at. So that's that's my low-end choice. I think this is going to go sub-30. Um my middle of the road choice, and this one I think has actually probably taken the biggest hit with COVID, <clears throat> is a 2012 Fisker Karma. This sold sub 30. This was $28,000. What? I looked at these before I bought my Tesla, and they were Which... all in the upper 30s. And I was like, that's not worth it because it's not as good. I but, would honestly. Uh, if you ever came across like the right Fisker Karma, I would rather have that over a Model S if I were you. Like personally, for my use, it would have been just totally stupid. But yeah, I mean they're yeah, they're beautiful like cars. That, like autopilot, it's just a daily driver. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the Fisker Karma is super cool. I remember the first time I saw one of these at Cars and Coffee, and the weird noise that they make, the compliance noise, but they actually had some fun with it. But, I mean, imagine if something happened to the interior of the body on this thing. You would be so hosed. <clears throat> that would be awful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's not a good daily driver by any means. Look at that interior. It's wild. I know. It's I Henrik Fisker really has a good eye for design. So, yeah, but, I mean, it, a, a lot of the I components are GM. So, I mean, it's it probably would be okay. I don't really know... The uh, it does have four hub motors, but I don't know, you know, anything about the inverter or the pack or anything like that. 
I figure worst case, even if the drivetrain largely died, you could still drive it as a plug-in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much at that point. It's a wonderful vehicle. Um, but I really love these. There was somebody, when, I was, when those first came out, when I was living in Richfield, there was somebody in Richfield, which I love the idea of somebody living in like Richfield, like a totally okay at best suburb, yep. and owning one of these. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, those are the correct priorities. Yeah, these were very not super. <laughs> oh no, they're not, and I love them so much. Like they're just so wild. Yeah. I love it. You know it's God, good because it has cool. a wife in. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, and oh. my top end, and this is actually something I've, I'm not currently looking for, but I have actually shopped for in the past for my family. Uh, and that is a 2007 Aston Martin V8 Vantage Coupe. Uh, this that sold for. Thirty-six thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars on four twenty-two twenty. These are very, wow. very hard to find under forty grand in reasonable condition. This has done forty-four thousand miles. That's in Canada. LSD. <clears throat> oh shoot! I didn't even notice that. Uh, the, the, the so they sold them here though, um, so substantially <laughs> similar shouldn't be a problem. Um, yeah. So okay, you can nullify this one, but either way, that's. No, that one's fine. Like. I, I, you're it's thirty six thousand dollars how much would one be in america over 40 well over 40 i would venture that the amount of dicking around you'd have to do to get that all to it country. takes is one letter from the manufacturer saying that it is indeed substantially similar that's it and yeah, then maybe so the kmh cluster so i mean maybe 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 not uh i think the, the amount of dicking around you'd have to do to get that into america legally that would probably pay for the difference. Probably. I don't think it would be very tough. No, it wouldn't be. I, that'd be a really good one. Um, Jana updated her cards with the correct ones. Oh, excellent. I'm so sorry I got the wrong ones, honey. It's all good. So let's so. start with the Datsun Roadster then. Yes. And I get why she <clears throat> wanted that Datsun Roadster, because that one is much better than the one I saw. Ah. Yes. Yeah, oh, God. It's like, okay, it's still active. That makes sense. I'm like, wow, that's cheap. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but there's only two days left. Six days. Even then, yeah. Oh. Sorry, yeah, there's six days left, but I mean that will still well within that that forty k. Oh, range. absolutely. Those yeah. have been getting hit really, really hard. The uh, Dotson two thousand Roadsters, the the pre Z car Dotson uh, Fairladies. Yeah, those I just think this is super cute. It's yeah. a five speed. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, the, these have been getting hit really hard with coronavirus. I don't know why, but it's like everybody that's been selling them has been selling them without reserve, and they've just been like taking an L hmm. on every single. So yeah, honey, you could if you wanted that, you would be able to get that for sure, uh, very easily, and yeah. you'd be very happy with it. I would be very happy with it. It's just so cute. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I would be able to live my spy fantasy god 1960s all... undercoating oh god yeah i know it's bad <laughs> but uh, the good news is that car is going to be bulletproof reliable when you compare it to like the mg or whatever it was supposed to be like competing against yeah oh god yeah yeah like that's there there are people that you know like uh, the um michael emery from bring a trailer yeah he has one and his only modification he does, he put in modern seats. For yeah, and it's trailer. like, it's a Jana car. You see it, you go, ah, oh, yeah, it makes sense. It's yeah. Jana size. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got your favorite color combo. Yeah. Yeah, black and red's pretty good. Yeah, it's a great color combo. Um, also, speaking about your uh, third choice, I also fully understand why it is incorrect on that looks a lot like Richard Hammond's FJ from the Bolivia special before he ruined yeah. it. <clears throat> yes. Like that I see why she want FJ forty, not FJ sixty two. Yeah. Um and also that price, holy crap. Yeah, what the I hell know, is going I, on there? With two uh, left. I really, really hope that guy has a reserve on that. <laughs> Otherwise <clears throat> that guy's to spend is like two dollars and money that he made. <laughs> oh, Ryan, don't worry, it has Rancho suspension. Probably straight from O'Reilly's. No, Rancho's Napa branded. Uh, really? 
But um, either way, I mean, it's just it's unrestored. But even then, why on earth would this be worth not thirty thousand dollars? I don't get it. Yeah, that seems pretty That's solid. Why was... That's why I was so drawn to it. Yeah, Jan, this would be a great vehicle for you. And also, it's got the original glass in it, which is really still Toyota and uh, Katakana there. Yeah. That's so cool. I love this. I mean, this is a way better pick than what I had. Yeah. That's so cool. Look at all that. All the little gear shifter selections and everything. <laughs> yeah. This is great. I'm a big fan of this. I'm, like, really nerding out. All much lower dollar yeah. suggestions, and I still like them. There were a couple yeah, other things I was looking at, too, that were much, much cheaper. Like, there were a couple, like, really basic early 90s 5 Series on there that were just going for nothing. There's a GMC Cyclone that the bidding was super yeah. low on. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff right now. I actually, as we were going through, I added, I think, seven cars to my watch list just to see what they would end up going for. Just to try to keep tabs on what's going on right now. Because it's just oh, so yeah. messed up. So, speaking, going back to my 560... SEC. Mm -hmm. I just noticed that there's two days left on an 87 M6, which is the perfect car to put in a garage next to a 560. Yeah, but the wheels on that are bad, and it doesn't look like it's in They're very rubbish. good condition, and also E24s are dumb. No, the E24 is my favorite BMW. It's also the worst BMW. That may be true, but it is still my favorite. It is as bad as modern BMWs. I can't possibly it, be that it bad. is the electrical systems on those cars and the 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 parts interchangeability on the e24 is as bad as an air-cooled vw bus <laughs> oh that's awful it's really I bad love it. it's really every year with something different i swear to god <laughs> oh man yeah, they're, they're so bad everyone that's picked one of those up for cheap and been like oh it's a great deal has regretted it immensely so maybe i wouldn't be buying probably that. should I avoid would... the e24 Okay, maybe I wouldn't want that one. However, there is that uh, Guards Red uh, 2.6 190. It sadly, has the incorrect transmission, but everything else is so so. Right. I think it's Signal Red. I think Guards is uh, Porsche. Uh, what is it? I can't remember. Signal Red, I think. Signal was... Red, yep. Yeah, it's it's Signal Red. Yeah, same thing. It's it's German Red. <laughs> um, that that it's also two tone red, <clears throat> which is great. That's true. Yeah, did you see this Mercedes? The later this clad one. So it's got like the burgundy cladding and the signal red paint. Here, I'm going to just uh, throw the link into the notes so you can bring this one up. But I think what, what we're learning here um, with everything is when you are selling a collector car, regardless of how desirable said car is or how weird said car is in my case, mm -hmm. um, always put a reserve on it this is that mercedes uh so jan i can see it is wonderful um i do like the w201 if i found a well-priced 2.6 five speed i would buy it oh yeah no question uh 2.6 five speed would be wonderful especially if it's a sport line uh yeah well, if it's a sport line you didn't buy that i'd consider you a fool for the rest of your life um <laughs> yep but so I my last link that I put at the very end is a perfect example of why you always put a reserve on your vehicle. A two point six has been a um, crash. Yeah, it looked like it. I saw it doing <laughs> running. But um that this last car I put up here, it's a seventy five Skyline two thousand GT hardtop. Mm -hmm. It's not a GTR but still a Kenmurray, which is the my favorite body style of Skyline. And it's the non-wide body, so you get the really cool body line over the rear wheel oh, arch. I was just going to say I don't like that line at all. It, it, it's, it works on some cars more than others. It just makes the um, rear wheel look like it's it's like a 9-inch wheel, and the front looks like a 13. It, it, I mean, it kind of is. But, um, anyway, this car is it's sold for $35,000. No, it's bid to $35,000. Yeah, sorry, it was bid to $35,000. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. But if this had sold for $35,000, if this guy had not put a reserve on this, he would have taken the ultimate L. Because this car is 50 grand, easy, all day long, hmm. no question. Um, regardless of condition. But reserve cars get bid less. That's just how it works. That's true. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. But yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying. It's just like, it's one of those things where if you have a car, like, if 
not done that because if you look at the date that it sold on three nine, yeah, that's right when coronavirus is getting real. Oh yeah, yeah like right when people were freaking out dude, at first. I passed and up the dude lived in Washington. A Nissan Leaf wreck rebuild, whatever that ran and drove for twenty three hundred dollars that I had bid three grand on the week prior i remember that yeah yeah so it came back up and like this is when i thought i was going to get furloughed too so i'm like no i i will spend a little bit but i really can't risk that so i mean yeah nobody was spending money right then so i get that yeah and so it's one of those things where when you have a collector car i think our good arbitrage top tip is that uh you should always put a reserve on your if bat lets you yeah, they if they let you. Decide. Uh, yeah, they, they they are the same factor. But if you can put a reserve, I totally should. Because, yeah, this guy just had his butt saved. Anyway, <laughs> um, I want to do a What We Learned oh, God. Uh, this week. Because I got a good one. Well, then go first. <laughs> All right. The thing that I learned was that Kim Jong-un had um, a heart transplant, didn't go well. He might be dead. This is as of 425-2020. We don't know if Kim Jong-il is still alive. His sister, if she were... She's the next in line for uh, being the dictator of North Korea. Okay. She would be not only the first female communist dictator in the world, but also the first female elected official with connected earlobes is the longest photography has been around. I'm trying to find a picture so of her got, right now. I can't remember. Mm. Uh, it, if you scroll back up, it says this whole family. You'll see a sister. There. But uh, let's see here. What? Oh my god! So, <laughs> and just some really funny text message. But if you scroll, if you scroll there, you'll see this. Uh, it's right there, Kim Yo Jung. Ah. But anyway, you can see her ears. She's got those oh. weird connected earlobes. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. But anyway, she'd be the first uh, communist dictator that's a female and the first communist dict- dictator with connected earlobes. That looks so weird. Yeah, that's that's a very big picture. Yeah, look at that earlobe. Anyway. Isn't that weird? I much rather would look at this 1975 skyline. <laughs> Than Kim Jong Il's weird connected earlobe sister. Anyway, what'd you learn? Uh, I guess I'll cop out and say that I learned that uh, not only do mortgage rates significantly trail Fed rate changes, but auto loans really significantly trail Fed rate changes. That's true. That's very true. Um, you also learned about the fiat suspension. Oh, you. Oh, that last yeah, time, I so. did say that, but fucking. Mazda did not lay out the ND very well, mechanically. <laughs> I mean, they laid it out well for It works great. Once it was all back together, I immediately forgot about the, uh, the trials and tribulations I went through to get it done. But man, compared to a German car, that thing is just ridiculous. That's quite the statement. Because German cars aren't exactly known for being simple. They're much easier to work on than Japanese cars. Well, not always. Across the board, hey. everything Japanese have ever worked on has been immensely frustrating because they haven't designed it to come apart easily. That is one thing I will what? give Porsche credit for. Absolutely every job on that car that is done for maintenance or modification can be done without the removal of any component that shouldn't have to be removed easily. I'm trying to think about that. Because like doing a water might. pump on the K-Series, doing... A strut on the Fiat 124. It's just like things that like people are gonna want to Jap- do. Japanese cars are really good for ridiculous things, but for normal maintenance, I think you have a good point. So like doing something like <clears throat> taking the engine out of a Civic is way easier than taking out of any other vehicle. On yes, Earth. yeah. But doing an alternator in a Civic is the worst thing on earth. Exactly. It's a, it's almost easier yeah, in a car like that to pull the engine to do the alternator. <laughs> it is, actually. It, it, is, it is less time. So I, I think you've got a really good point there. I think if you qualify it with maintenance is easier on a Japanese car, or on a, Ger- on a German car than a Japanese car, you would be correct. I... Because... Well, I mean... 
I consider maintenance like oil change and spark plug type of stuff, and I don't think that that's particularly hard to do on a Japanese car. But I well, do want to say that like tier one mechanical labor is way easier on a German car. Like everything from yeah, brakes there, that, to water that's, pumps. That's your and, correct statement, right like, there. Like the, the light yeah, tier... mechanical stuff is just way better done on a German car than it is on a Japanese car. But here's the I thing: think that, that, the Japanese that one lasts tier... like five times as long, so you very likely will never have to touch it. <laughs> no, that's the thing: is the Japanese car, the tier one stuff is terrible to do. Yeah. Uh, we had a terribly as, as awful alternators to diagnose because their alternators are really weird. Um, however, you never run into Toyota alternator issues, right? right? You will run into some sort of other catastrophic issue. Got to... belt. Pretty much. Luckily, taking that engine out of your Cressida will take a team of people like a weekend to do. Especially if his name not, is not Sir David Attenborough. Yeah. So uh, there we go, Jana. What did you learn? Um. So. Earth Day, the 50th anniversary of Earth Day was April 22nd, and um, because no one has been around to mow the church's lawn, so we we can't go on our playground because we don't know if people from the community have been using it, so the CDC says stay away from playgrounds, so we're staying away from our playground, and so we've been using our courtyard, but nobody's mowed our grass yet so there's thistles in the grass so there's no more playing in the grass for my students so we're just going on walks but <laughs> earlier this week they were getting really bored on the walks and not listening and it's really hard to go on walks with kids when you right next to the highway if you're not if they're not listening um so we decided to go on a trash walk and they were pointing out trash and i was picking it up and i learned not to trust little boys around animal bones. I should just learn to not trust little boys, period. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible. They're awful. Like, I picked up this part of a bird's skull that was right next to our garbage can. So it was obviously very dirty and probably from a raccoon. And I picked it up and I put it in the grass and, you know, they're really interested in it. And because I work with bones on a daily basis when I'm not at school, with little kids, I'm so used to students looking at bones and it not being a problem, but then again, those are college students, not preschoolers, and so I very naively thought, alright, I'm going to put this in the grass and they're going to leave it alone, and then I came into work the next day and I was telling Sydney, like, yeah, this is how our walk went yesterday, and she goes, oh, they found the bird again, and I was like, what? She goes, yeah, um, all the boys were touching it. And I was like, no! So I had to have a conversation about how disrespectful it is to play with animal bones. Oh my god. That's uh, awful. Was, I don't know if it's really disrespectful, okay. it's just weird. Well, I, we, we gave it like a, a burial. I guess that's fine. I, I shouldn't even be elaborating because this is what you learned, not what I learned. Yeah, um, so it's like not, not, like, I don't know how to describe it, because I don't want them to be scared of bones, and if you, so I told them it was disrespectful and dangerous to play with bones, which I do not agree with, but what I'll say whatever it takes so they're not picking up freaking bones on our walk, because that's just insane, I never thought I'd have to talk to people about not picking up dead things, but apparently... That is a thing I have to do constantly. Which is not great. <laughs> it's not so Which about. is, well, not great. It, it isn't. <laughs> I don't, and like, when I, when I told the kid's mom about it, she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we found human bones underneath our porch. And I'm like, um, excuse me? You didn't call the cops? <laughs> of course not, I put them there. Right, I was. I really wanted to ask for pictures so I could confirm, but I realized as a teacher asking for that, that would come off as weird. Not with her not knowing what my other profession is. So that was that was my end of my week, and also my students were asking me if I had been pregnant, and I was like, "No, I don't have kids. I've not been pregnant." And they're like, "Why don't you get pregnant?" And I'm like, "Ugh." <laughs> And I was like, with who? And then somebody said their dad. And I was like, mm, we're done with this conversation. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> That's really, this really might be just... our biggest aggression yet. All right. Yeah. That, that was <laughs> but I'm okay with it. I'm not mad. It's been, it's been a weird week. I'm... I can tell. Oh. It's, it's just getting weirder and weirder because they're getting more and more comfortable with each other and with me. And it's just like, can we please have more students so we don't have to talk about these very strangely like personal topics that's so weird yeah they're insane every time you tell me about these things i'm just like what (laughs) that happens this is the conversation you had to have as a child all right i did (laughs) and it was just the conversations i have to have with them and like is this like a normal teacher thing? But all the other preschool teachers I know aren't teaching right now because they're still closed. So I'm like, you're not experiencing any of this strangeness. Yeah, you're dealing with some weird stuff, honey. It's, it's weird. I don't like it. Damn. I feel like I need to go to counseling. All right. Well, I need to. Uh, we should probably call that for the episode because I just realized the Papa Murphy's next to my house closes in twenty minutes. I want to try and get a pizza real quick. <laughs> Fair enough. Because um, Gian was talking about pizzas, so here I am. Um, I'm about to be a dick. So, uh, anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, we've learned ridiculous things today about children and Mazdas and the family of Kim Jong Un with their weird connected earlobes. Uh, Thank you for listening. As is customary, you learn at least 50% non-car related stuff for every car related post. Yeah. So there you go. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe if you're if you're lucky, you'll be able to buy a high-rise housing comp and come on, renovate it and make it modern on the inside while retaining the classic 1960s communist look on the outside. And if you want so to know where to start, go to the <laughs> Volvo Polestar 2 uh, marketing photo and there you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. All right. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Stay healthy. Bye-bye. Catch you next week.